Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-Hour Energy. It contains all the great 5-Hour Energy Shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to help support the immune system. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily Immune Support plus extra strength 5-Hour Energy. Get it today at your local Rite Aid store. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're doing 2009's Jennifer's Body. But before that, what have you been up to this week? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's Halloween. I've had some, I've had some weird dreams. Really? Yeah. Mm. First one, um, there was a vampire prison Ooh. and a vampire escaped. And then he was running through the town trying to find somewhere to hide. And he hid in a bicycle shop. And As they you found do. him because one of the wheels was spinning after he'd walked past it, and that's how they caught him by the clicks. I could hear the ticking of the bicycle wheel. Ah, oh, that yeah. is a bit weird. A bit weird. That is a and bit weird. And then the other one, I had to hold Donald Duck whilst he was being sick. <laughs> oh, it no. Was awful. Oh, like a nightmare. Poor Donald. All over the place, and he'd been eating chilli. Come on, Donald. Why were you eating oh. chilli? You're a duck. Ducks don't yeah. eat chilli. Well, maybe that's why he's been sick. Maybe that's why he's been sick everywhere, yeah. Maybe, maybe. that's why. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I've not done much. Uh, it was Halloween on Saturday. Oh, it was. It was weird because there was like no trick-or-treaters or no anything. Like nobody about, no one on a night out. It was really strange. Well, trick-or-treating would be a really great way of spreading the bug. Cause that's it, yeah. Like, you go to every house yeah, that's it. You're not going to want to accept things off people, or no. Yeah, no. but it was, yeah, it's really strange. Ooh. Like it was just like a normal day, really, because nothing was happening. Moon as well. Yeah, it was just yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah, watch Hocus Pocus as well, because uh, it's yeah, because yeah, it's you know it's the season and it's quite good. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, I like yeah. it. I watched it when I was a kid. But it's a good, it's a good one. It's a classic. Good yarn. Mm. So this week, yeah, two thousand and nine, Jennifer's Body, directed by Karen Kasama. It scored a five point two out of ten on IMDb. That's very low. 
is very low, but we'll get into that afterwards. So the synopsis is, Devil's Kettle undergoes a tragedy at a nightclub where Needy and her best friend Jennifer were on a night out. Jennifer seems different somehow afterwards and boys in the town keep going missing. Dot dot dot. Yes. So when I saw this when it came out in the cinema and I loved it, but I feel like it was marketed to the wrong people because when even because I watched um I watched an interview with Diablo Cody, she wrote it and she wrote Juno as well. It was her and Megan Fox having like a conversation about it, like it was like a ten year reunion thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, and she was saying that they really like marketed it to the wrong people because like because obviously Megan Fox was in it, they marketed it to boys, mm. and it's not a boys film. She'd done Transformers before, that, yeah. So or other yeah. yeah, that's it. So I think they were like, oh yeah, it's just Megan Fox being hot. That's that's it. That's all the film is. But actually, there's a lot more to it, and they marketed it to the wrong people, so it didn't do very well when it came out. But they're saying now, because it's been out for like 10 years, it's starting to get a bit of a, a following now because people have rediscovered it and said, oh, actually, yeah. it was good. Not rubbish that people said it was, which is why I think it's got a really low score on IMDb. It should yeah. be higher. It's interesting, isn't it? How, like, yeah. you can have a film that's written one way mm-hmm. and if the sort of people in control of the money and the marketing and the timing and all of that get it wrong, it yeah. Well, I remember, like, I remember, like, all the posters and stuff were just Megan Fox. Like, Amanda Seyfried was nowhere to be seen. Mm. And and I don't even think that she was in the trailer either. Mm. Yeah, because rem- I'm sure, like, I remember watching it because it, cause obviously it starts with her and you're like, oh, didn't know she was in it. But- they should have put that teacher in the main poster. Uh, what's his name? from The man from Juno. What's the- J.K. What's Simmons. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah. From Cinema. They should have put him in the poster. That would have brought in with a his, mass appeal. With his hook hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I wanted more about him. I was like, where did he get that hook from? What is his deal? But yeah, it's a sh- it's a shame, really, because I think it just missed a whole audience that it was actually made for. And yeah. it, and and she, like Diablo Cody, she used to be a stripper. She wrote a book, actually, oh, really? about it. Yeah, and she was saying, like, it was kind of a, a sort of female focused film and and it was and like she's quite a feminist and stuff but she was like i feel like because of my past i can't speak about it because people are like oh were you a stripper so we don't take you seriously kind of thing and it's it's really sad and i was like that's a shame because i feel like yeah there's a lot to it but we'll get we'll get into it anyway yeah so it starts in a mental institution and it's amanda seyfried who is needy just in a room sort of doing some kind of craft it looks like and then she said she starts saying like that loads of people send her letters and she's really popular and all this lot and you see this big scar on her arm when she's getting changed Mm. and then you see the pic of her boyfriend chip who we learn that is and she's kind of she goes out to the yard for like recreational exercise and she's like, I'm, ba- I'm thinking they just do this to wear us out. So it's sedate kind of thing. And then she starts talking about how she's a kicker. And then uh, we see um, a doctor approach her who's like, how are you today? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. And then all of a sudden she just hoofs this doctor across the room. <laughs> She gives her quite a. Quite she a boots her so hard across the room. All the guards start grabbing her and stuff. So she starts Poor kicking doctor. off. I know. She gives dietary advice. I know. 
chucks her <laughs> chucks her into the like isolation room and you ca- you get this sense that she's kind of quite jaded and kind of like life's kind of got a down sort of thing i guess mm. and then she says yeah. she says i wasn't always this cracked and then she's like starts talking about when the killings began that's when everything started to go wrong and then this uh this song comes on which is like a reoccurring song through the film called through the trees and that comes on and she's like i hate that fucking song <laughs> which is fair considering co- the events that are going to transpire yeah that's fair isn't it definitely so so she starts talking about this this town that she used to live in called devil's kettle and it's named after a waterfall which basically it goes into like a whirlpool but they don't know where it comes out again so everything gets lost in there and then she's like it's a typical town it's not very extraordinary everyone's just kind of getting on with the life there and then you get your credits and in to space with this you get this like it's night time now and there's a house and then you get this like first person perspective of somebody going to this house and then you see jennifer who we learn is jennifer megan fox who's sat watching tv in a bedroom and then you get like um you get this sort of narration of of needy saying she didn't always look this rough which makes me laugh because when she looks rough she still doesn't look that rough. And I'm like, if I, I wish I could look like her even when she was rough. And then I would it's feel... Like film rough, isn't it? Whenever, whenever I want someone in a film to mm. be suffering from a terrible disease or something, they just, if it's a girl, they just, she just doesn't wear makeup. Yeah. If it's a man, they just put a bit of pale on him. Yeah. And that's all you need. I feel like they put a bit of pale on her, but I was like, I would live for looking that rough, quote unquote. I'd, yeah, that's fine. So you get this um you get this flashback of her and she's a flag girl. She's meant to be really really popular. I don't understand how flag people are that popular, but I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not really like I've never been a flag girl. I don't flags. know. But yeah. obviously she's she's like she's dolled up and she looks really pretty. And then you get you get needy in the crowd like waving to her. And she says, she says, sandbox love never dies. So they've obviously been friends since a young age and yeah. stayed friends all this time. And then you get one of the, there's a, there's a girl that turns to her and she's like, you're totally lesbian. And I was like, that's such a Diablo Cody speech. Like her, she has a lot of like quotable lines, but I feel like people just don't talk like that in real life. <laughs> they don't, they don't talk like that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's one of the things is it's a bit like, the dialogue is cool, but if you said it, it wouldn't be cool. Yeah, you'd be like, are you all right? What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So then it cuts to them. She's like, uh, we're going out tonight um, because I've seen this band on MySpace. And I was like, oh, MySpace. MySpace. Is that still a thing now? I remember MySpace. I love MySpace. Um, and she's like, the singer's hot, so... I'll pick it. Basically, she's like, I said I'd meet my boyfriend, but she basically makes her say that she's going to go out to this bar. And she's like, right, I'll pick you up at half past eight, wear something cute. And then she goes on to say, when when Jennifer says wear something cute, this is very, very specific. It's don't look horrible, but also don't upstage me. Don't and she said, like, she can't have yeah. cleavage out because cleavage is her thing. 
Yeah, so she has to look cute, as in she looks nice, but she doesn't look attractive. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the the sort of the sort of theme of it, like Jennifer, even though she is like really pretty and stuff, she's very very insecure. She's a very insecure mm. person. And then she's uh, she must have hung out with Chip because then we get Chip, who Chip seems like a nice guy. <laughs> he he is young Neil in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I've seen that years ago. Young like, Neil, literally yeah. ten years ago. So I'll probably end up calling him Young Neil because yeah, he's Young Neil. And he's like, oh, he's kind of like, what are you wearing? And she's like wearing low-rise jeans. And he's like, I can see, what does he say? I can see your womb, he says. He's like, they're really low. I can see your womb. And she's like, oh. It doesn't matter how your jeans are. If someone can see your womb, you need to go to hospital. You maybe need to pull them up a bit, yeah. So she starts talking about, she starts talking about Jennifer. And she's like, she likes the lead singer. She wouldn't go for a drummer. Which I gather that Chip is a drummer because he's like, uh... Hang on a second. And then she she says, well, you know, maybe if he sung as well and did stuff. And then he says, oh, like Phil Collins. And then she says, who's Phil Collins? And he's like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? So she um, she's chatting to him and then she's like, Jennifer's here. And then he's like, what? How do you know? And then she's like, come on, send a pick you up half eight. And he's like, oh, that is really weird. I don't know if that's kind of... Yeah, I don't know if that's kind of setting up this sort of psychic connection they have because she has, like, visions and stuff in between, mm. which kind of don't make sense, but I guess maybe that's why, because they're kind of that closely connected with each other, maybe. It's the only bit I don't really understand. They're, yeah, so they're, they're BFFs and they're, they're sort of, she's like, I don't... What does he say? No, he's like, I don't get why you're friends with her. And she's like, well, you know, we're best friends. We have stuff in common and stuff. And he's like, I really don't think you do. And then... Uh, they go to leave and then he's like, stop kidnapping my girlfriend. And then he, and then she says, uh, what does she say? She's like, you're, she's like, you're jello. You're just jello. And then she's like, you're jello. lime green jello and you can't even admit it to yourself. And then um, they basically just go off and he's like, oh, all right then, see you later. And then they get to Melody Lane, which can only be described as a dive bar. It doesn't, because Melody Lane sounds more, is that like a, a reference to something? I don't know. it just seems like a weird I think name. The, I think the whole, the whole sort of Melody Lane fire thing is in reference to something that happened in America like a um, few years ago. Was it a um, band called Great White or something like that? They were playing somewhere and it burnt down. Oh. But I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. But like, you can only describe it as a dive bar especially when she's like we we don't have much here there's like a pool table and a sticker toilet that toilet looks disgusting <laughs> it's like the most disgusting toilet i've ever seen apart from the train spotting toilet awful oh, oh no Ugh. so they walk into this place and everyone's looking at jennifer because everyone fancies her and then she starts talking to this police cadet who is chris pratt yeah. Just before, Is this before Guardians of the um, Galaxy, I think, yeah. Yeah. And well. and you kinda get the fa- the thing that they've had a bit of a, a bit of a thing or whatever. Then the band come on, so she completely ignores him and then they, she's like, Let's go to the front. And and when I was watching this it just reminded me of when I used to go to the Yorkshire house <laughs> and watch like not very well known bands in the Yorkshire house. It's a good time. 
good time. Well, you can have a nice time if either if the band isn't that good, if yeah. it's just a nice atmosphere. Like if you're mates and that. Yeah, it was always quite good fun. <laughs> and yeah, he's kind of she she's sort of looking at him and stuff and then she she gives her the I don't know what what it is. She gives her this talk does Jennifer about how basically your boobs are weapons and you've got to point them in the right direction and <laughs> stuff happens kind of thing. She starts talking to the band and the lead singer is Adam Brody from the OC. From the OC. He plays shit musician really really well. Beating like it well. he's he's absolute like but then when I was watching this band, I was like, I have seen this band a million times in the Yorkshire house. Like, they were just like that, apart from yeah. the Satanist thing, but oh, they yeah. were pretty close. Uh, yeah. That's that's a one-off. That's and, she, she, and then, like, Needy's kind of, like, saying, well, why are you playing here? And he's like, well, you know, we've got to connect to our fans. We're in Did you ever watch Yeah, Yeah, I really liked it. I yeah. used to watch, like, one episode, half, like, watch it, and... I, I I never what was going on. I literally it was every basically time I just. It, I didn't know what was going on. People just moping around in California. That was it. Yeah. There was nothing else. <laughs> but I did quite enjoy it. That, that was it. Yeah. So so she so Jennifer's like, oh, shall I get you a drink? But obviously they're underage. And she's like, yeah, I'll get you the shot that's like red, white, and blue. But you've got to drink it fast because otherwise it just goes brown. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, all right then, I guess. And then. Needy's like, how are you going to get these shots? And she's like, well, I'm going to go play Hello Titty with the bartender. <laughs> Could have just asked Chris Pratt to get him for her, to be honest. Yeah. But, well, you know. as a trainee police officer, he might have refused. No, nah, I don't think he would have done. No. I think he'd have done it. So, in this time, you hear this band saying, do you think she's the one, do you think she's a virgin? And then Needy says to him, yes, she is, she is, because... Obviously, they, she thinks that that's going to protect her from them, but obviously yeah. they want a virgin, so inadvertently she's yeah. actually making it work. Which it's kind of that kind of reverse of like, like final girls in slasher films, isn't it? You know, they always go for like virginal person and stuff like that. Yeah. So I say yes. She. I'm not really familiar with that. Theme, I feel like I'm you've sure seen you've true. seen enough now to know that that is a theme. Oh yeah, yes, you'd think so. <laughs> yeah, what is it? What was that film? Watch David Lee Curtis. Halloween, was it Halloween? Did it happen in that? Yes. Like so that. yeah, so she she basically tells Jennifer they're like they think you're a virgin, and then she says, "I'm not a virgin. I'm not even a backdoor <laughs> virgin." I I'm surprised that Adam Brody mistook her. For yeah, a virgin, but for a, you just you never know. You just don't cause know because of a dalliance with Chris, and then she says that she couldn't go somewhere because she had to sit on a bag of frozen peas afterwards. Oh. So then they come up. They they've not even gone on at this point. So they they start, and then he's like, "Hello, Devil's Lake," which is completely wrong, and it reminded me of um, what is it, Spinal Tap, where they're like, "Hello, Cleveland," and it's not even Cleveland, and they start playing. They start playing this song, which is like the reoccurring song of theirs which is called through the trees and then so they're they're playing away and then a fire starts on stage this fire spreads so it's quick. so Did quick they start it? no did they start this fire deliberately it looks like there's the, the i don't think they did like, but it was kind of the start of everything i don't know if it was just kind of 
I don't think they did start it, but I don't know if it was their equipment that caught fire or something. Mm. Basically, it goes from like a tiny fire to blazing all of a sudden. Like it's just it's just. But I guess it's everywhere. all like wooden stuff, isn't it? Mm. So it's has, chaos. He still has a wooden pub. I know. A wooden bar. Why would you have a wooden structured <laughs> building? You would not in this day and age. You would not because of this very reason. Yeah, especially somewhere with lighting rigs and and, and yeah, alcohol, liquids. You basically yeah, they just should have made it from a fire retardant, yeah, sort of skeleton, and then I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. So everyone's running out. It's absolute chaos. She finds Jennifer. She's freaked out, and then the band come. They've done nothing to help anyone, and he's like, "I yeah. feel like I need to be somewhere safe. That's my van. Let's go to my van." Uh, she. Like, Needy's like, no, I'm not doing it. And then Jennifer goes with them. And she's like, I really don't think you should. No, don't. But she does. And they kind of have this look of uh, each other. And, and and it's almost, she's a bit like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then the door closes and then she's like, oh, God. She's absolutely distraught at this point. She rings, does she ring Chip? I think she rings Chip, doesn't she? Yeah. And, um... She basically says, like, she's missing. I'm worried about her. We need to find her. Because she, she goes home by herself. And then um, when she's, like, shouting at him on the phone, the door goes. So she's like, stay on the phone because I don't know who it is. She goes to answer the door and there's nobody there. And uh, she's like, right, there's nobody there. I'll hang up. That's fine. But then she hears a noise. She never turns a light on in the entire thing. I'm like, turn a light on. Turn all the lights on if you have to. I don't understand why people do this in films. Put a light on. Do you want to put, put all the lights on in the house? This would eliminate so much risk. It did eliminate so much risk. Yeah, exactly. So she gets into the kitchen, I think, because she hears something and Jennifer's there. She's covered in blood. She looks an absolute... She looks like she's been beaten up. She doesn't look so good. And she's like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? And then... She she never speaks to her. She just goes to the fridge and starts ripping about a chicken. And then she's kind of like, uh, that was for tomorrow night's dinner. Uh, if you don't want to eat that, thanks. And she kind of, oh. she starts shoveling it in her mouth, but then she like feels sick. And then she pukes all this like black stuff all over, needy. And it's yeah. all like Ugh. prickly and alive. It's really weird. And, well, um, to be fair, my dream was worse. <laughs> what the da- what Donald Duck? Donald in Duck, the chili. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so she's like, "What is happening? What is this?" And then she like pins her up against the wall, and she's like, "Are you scared?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, a little bit." A little bit, yeah. And then, but then she just leaves. So it cuts to school the next day, and she's like, "It was really horrible." She's like clearly been scarred by it. Mm. Um. They're talking about the wreckage at the bar. And then uh, Jennifer comes in, absolutely fine, loving life, sits down and she's like, are you all right? And she's kind of like, yeah, yeah, why? What, you know, what? why wouldn't I be kind of thing? And she's like, uh, the fact that you puked up black stuff all over me last night. And it's like she's in like complete denial about it. Not bothered. But she says, like, I remember it because I had to clean it up. And then she, like, shows her her nails, doesn't she? And there's all this, like, black shit in her nails. And then she says... Oh, you put on gloves, though, wouldn't you? Absolutely would. 
She was like, oh, I need a, I need a manicure. Oh, you need a manicure, she says. And then uh, you get the teacher that comes in who is J.K. Simmons with his hook hand. Yep. I want a spin-off of him. How did he lose that hand? Ma- I need to know. I wonder if it was something to do with that vortex in the whirlpool. Don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I'm really intrigued. And he basically says, like, you know, last night was a tragedy. We lost students. We lost teachers. We lost parents at this Melody Lane tragedy thing. What teachers went to that? Ones who were really into low shoulder. (laughs) The one who's who's just just qualified as a teacher and he wants to be, like... He wants to be in with the kids, yeah. Yeah. So... All the schools in grief. All uh, everything gets like all the classes get cancelled and everything. And Needy's talking to Chip, and she's like, "Something really weird happened last night." She came, like Jennifer came to my house, puked up black stuff all over my house, and left. And then he's like, "Oh, maybe it was smoke inhalation." It, and she's like, "It definitely yeah. wasn't." She was like, well, "It was like it was evil." Why you might think that, but in this case, it was not. Yeah, she was like, "It was like evil," and then. And then he's kind of saying, maybe you need counselling because of what happened and it was awful. And then she says, I don't tell whoppers and I'm not crazy, which is fair enough because she's like, this happened. You've got to believe me. But he's a bit sceptical at this point. Yeah. Then we meet Colin, the emo, who's (laughs) like, oh, I heard you were there. I'm glad you didn't die. And then she's like, oh, thanks. And then Chip's like, what he makes with him for and she's like well we've got like English together and, and he's a good writer and stuff and we're just pals basically and I feel like he feels a bit threatened by him mm. and then he's kind of like oh I only thought he hung out what does he say I thought he only hung out with the dead girls which are like the goth there's like a group of goths and then there's like a it cuts from them to a sort of sweeping shot of this football field and there's a guy stood in it crying and then you see Jennifer walk towards this guy. And then he starts talking about his best friend Craig, who was in this fire. Yeah. And how he misses him and he's really sad. And she's like, uh, what does she say? She's like, oh yeah, it's really sad. He told me that we'd make a really nice couple. And he's like, <laughs> really? And she's like, yeah. Really? Really? And then she's like, yeah, uh, follow me into this field forest place. And obviously he went... Yeah, and then we'll heal together. So she basically texts him to go and make out in this forest. Bit weird. And then there's like a shot of all these animals coming round him to watch, which is really weird. And and then and then he's like, "Um, "Have you seen this? This is a bit weird." And then she says, "What she said, the waiting or something." And he's like, "You are." And then she's like, "Do you miss Craig?" And he's like, "Yeah." I do miss Craig and then she's like well you're gonna meet him really soon and then she gets like demon face and it's almost like it's almost like um like a snake in it like a jaw kind of opens up I don't know the word I don't know the Um, word it extends distends or something yeah just calculates whatever what is it what's that word you know what I mean? Like a snake does, basically. And yeah. She gets big mouth yeah. and then she chomps him. I'm pretty sure it's discalculate. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> go with discalculate because that's got to be it, yeah. Um. So he starts screaming because he's getting chomped on by her. And then yeah. uh, it cuts oh. to 
it cuts to the uh, the teacher again, who is also now stood in the football field and he hears this screaming. But it's not even like, it's a scream of like somebody's getting attacked and murdered. And then he's like, let it out, kids. Let, let it, it out. out. Let it all out. <laughs> God. And then it cuts to Needy and her little white ferret that she's got. And she's like, do you want some bologna, little ferret? Because she's making a sandwich. And then uh, Low Shoulder come on the radio because they're getting interviewed about this tragedy and then they start talking about the new album. Still refer to it as Devil's Lake. Still not the right name. No. And she's just like, ugh, for God's sake. The teacher finds the guy in the forest who's been completely eviscerated. Ugh, it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Like... His insides are on the outside. What's left mm. of them? It's yeah. you could almost see his womb. If you could almost we see his womb. Yeah. If he, yeah, if he had one, you'd have been able to if see he it. Had one, you'd be able to see it. <laughs> and then it goes. It cuts back to Needy and her mum because her mum's just got up and says she says that she's been having night terrors about her being attacked by people. But she's like, but I didn't let them get you because I'm your mum and I'm really mm. tough. What she said, like, I'm a big, strong mama bear, she says. And, and she says, one day you'll need me and I won't be there, which is quite interesting oh. because that does yeah. happen quite soon afterwards. Yeah. And then it cuts, so it's like them and then it cuts back to the forest again and the guy's getting brought out in a body bag. The mum's absolutely distraught, like, crying her eyes out mm. and then it cuts to this big lake because apparently there's a lake near this school. And uh, Jennifer's just do you swimming. Ever think small towns in America always have every every geographical feature. It, this like one does. Waterfall, waterfall, and, like, lake, lake, forests, and a beach, mountains, and a, like an old barn, and mm-hmm. like they always have every. They have, there's like an old abandoned fair, and oh yeah, just, they always just have everything. They do. So she's swimming in this lake, just having a little swim because why yeah. not? And I feel like it. Like, there's no reason for it to be there, apart from just to... I think it's kind of... Because from what I've, like, read from her, I think it's kind of, like, poking fun at that whole sort of um, really sexy thing kind of thing. So she's just having a little swim in a lake. Then it cuts to Needy watching TV, and Jennifer calls her, and she's like, I feel scrumptious! And she's like, well, I'm glad one of us does, because I feel quite shit, because I'm still getting over this fire. Still dealing with everything. And yeah. she's like, oh, you need to move on. It's great. I just feel amazing. It's great. And then she's yeah. like, I've got a call waiting. I need to call you back. So she's like, fine. And she's talking to Chip at this point. But in in the meantime, she uh, Jennifer's setting fire to her tongue. Just setting fire yeah. to it. And it's healing up. And she's just like... Heals up. Yeah. So what in her head at this moment? Is she... Is she- like, does she know what's happened, or is she just like, oh, this is different? I don't think she knows specifically what's happened. All she knows is she's when she's it. full, she's invincible, basically. And she's like, oh, yeah. that is really cool. So, so yeah, so Needy gets off the phone with Chip and goes back to Jennifer. And then she's like, I'm a god. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and then she starts going, ooh, she's like, Chip's seeming quite cute to me at the moment. Uh, You know, maybe I'll pursue that kind of thing. So you get that kind of aspect of a personality, like, because he's with her, she's got to kind of... Be happy. Yeah, she's got to kind of interfere. (laughs) So basically, uh, Needy just hangs up because she's like, nah. I think she 
I think she ends up going to meet. Does she end up going to? Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. New hot and iced Sunrise Batch Coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced Sunrise Batch Coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Me, Chip, because I think that's why he was ringing her. Yeah. Because she... Yeah, he was ringing her because it was like something's going on at my house. So she meets him and, the, and he's basically saying there's police at Jonas's house who was murdered. And then it's like a kind of, can this any, get any worse? Because it's really horrible right now. And then she says that the days went on and and everyone's really, like everyone's mourning and really sad. And it's kind of everyone's, like there's like a sort of grey filter on everything, isn't there? And everyone's yeah. really sad and everyone's like in really drab clothes and stuff. And then Jennifer comes in in this pink cardigan with hearts yeah. on it, like loving life. <laughs> <sighs> and you get that like high school slow motion walk. Oh, uh, they always do stuff they like that. They always do yeah. that, don't they? But yeah, she's loving life. She's fine. And then she's set, like Needy's saying about how Devil's Kettle's now famous and everyone's got a tragedy boner for it because of all this horrible stuff that's happened and... And it was kind of, it's kind of, it's like when you see stuff on the news and they sort of cover these things, like people do kind of like gravitate to these things, don't they? And, yeah. And they make, they sort of use it as a as a sort of platform for something else sometimes. Like people are like, oh, we've donated to this because it's horrible. And yeah, so it's kind of looking of, at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they're basically saying like, through the trees has become their anthem so she's like oh for god's sake and then they're sort of saying you know things will get better and then it's a month after this tragedy and then uh needy's in class jennifer sits next to her and she looks rough i say quote-unquote rough yeah. not that yeah, rough real. but rough rough for her shall yeah. we say Film rough. and then the teacher's saying how low shoulder said that they want to help the community so three percent of their profits are going towards the families of these tragedies and then she's kind of saying what is it like needy's like isn't that a bit crass and everyone looks at her and she's like crass it means it means greedy and horrible and then somebody's like they were heroes and then she's like i was there they did nothing they literally did nothing they just went out to their van exactly she's like i saw it it didn't happen, and then somebody's like, well, it must be true, it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. And then she's like, she's talking to Jennifer, and she's like, I feel like boo-boo, feel horrible, and she's like, I'm like one of the normal girls. And I'm like, you're still not, even though you look rough, you're still not as normal as that. And then uh, and then Needy's like, maybe you've got PMS. And she's like, PMS is not real, it was made up by men to make women look crazy 
which I quite liked. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> and then we see Colin come up to them and he's kind of, he's like sort of stuttering his words and stuff. And and then she's like, if you're going to ask me out, just ask me out. I don't have time yeah. for this. So he invites her to a screening of the Rocky Horror Show. And she says, I don't like boxing films. <laughs> and then no. he's like, it's it's not a boxing film, but okay. And then he he walks off kind of a bit dejected because she sort of shoots him down. And, and then Needy's like, oh, he was asking you out. And she's like, I'm used to boys asking me out all the time. I really don't care. And then she says, um, look at him. She's like, look at him and his eyeliner and all this lot. And she's like, my dick is bigger, bigger than his. Can't. <laughs> no. And then Needy starts saying, oh, he's a really nice guy. Like, I get on with him. I think he's quite cool and stuff. And then she's like, oh, you think he's quite cool. So then she's like, oh, Colin. Oh, well. Uh... Oh, Colin. Well, uh, yeah, I'll go out. I'll text you my address. So it's like, again, like, because she likes him, she's got to. Yeah, she doesn't want Needy to be happy. Yeah. I, I've known <laughs> people like this. to go out with him. It's just... She don't want to go out with him. It's just because she gets on with him and she's like, I can't have that. Yeah. I don't like it. So I've got to, yeah. She's just very insecure. It's very sad. So basically, yeah. So Chip Chip meets up with Needy and they're going to meet up that night because they're going to have sex with each other for the first time. And Colin's going to meet Jennifer. So you get this like interspersing cut between both. Colin ends up going to this deserted house, which you'd yeah, be so suspicious of. Just for like an, an abandoned. It looks like a building project, site, doesn't it? It looks like a building yeah. site. It gets scared by a crow because there's uh. birds in it because it's not a finished house. I'd have been like, I think I might leave. It's a bit weird, this in it. I don't like bit it. Weird. Bit weird. And then it get it gets into like this bit where she's got music on and there's all these candles everywhere and I'm like, the amount of candles you've put there still do not detract from the fact it is a building site. Mm. It's it's not good. But I was like I was thinking I was like the lengths that men will go to to have sex with someone. <laughs> basically they'll break and enter in a house, risk their lives, whatever. So he he finds her and then he's like, You don't live here, do you? And she's like, yeah. no. I don't think she does. It's like, this yeah. isn't your house, is it? And she's like, no, it's our house yeah. now. And then he he's still a bit sort of... He's not convinced because he's like, do you even know what my last name is? She's not bothered. No. And she starts to, uh, like, kiss him and whatever. And then there's, like, loads of rats about, I think. And he's like, oh, rats, gross. Yeah. And she... Yeah, she kisses him and then steps back and then there's like a bit where her eyes change colour. It's really cool. And uh, and they go kind of like a sort of white kind of yeah. lizard eyes and he's like, what the hell is going on? Ooh. And then she breaks his arm and then he... That was a bit harsh. Yeah, and then he starts freaking out, obviously. In between this, it's uh, Needy and Chip having their first time. But she starts seeing, she starts having like visions of him getting murdered, which I didn't really understand how she knew that. But there must have some sort of psychic. I don't know if it's because she was there at the thing and they've got this kind of bond. But she starts, she starts freaking out. But he thinks that she's enjoying herself until he realizes she's like crying. And it kind of cuts between, and there's this like, it's like a silhouette of. Colin basically being ripped apart by her, by Jennifer, but yeah. you don't see you don't see it. You just see this like silhouette. Oh, it was really, Colin. 
I know, poor Colin. It's really freaky. Colin, not, it's not fair, is it? And then... Uh, <laughs> and then um, she she's freaking out. And then uh, Chip's like, what's wrong? Is it me? Am I too big? <laughs> she's just like... Uh, uh, it's funny. So she, she basically runs out on him. So he's going to be like, what is actually going on? What did I do? Starts driving to wherever... Turns on a turns a car on and through the trees comes on. So she turns that off immediately and then drives off. But she sees Jennifer in the road, like covered in blood again, mm. and then nearly uh, crashes. So she drives home. She's freaked out by this point, and then she starts calling for her mum, doesn't she? She's like, "Mum, mummy," but her mum's not there, so she's got to deal with it herself, yeah. which is what her mum said earlier. So. She she goes to her room and she's kind of, she's freaking out and then she gets this kind of flashback of like the fire and everything else. So I think she has a little nap. And then she's in her room, which she doesn't turn the light on again. People never turn the lights on. People never turn the lights on. Never turn the lights and, uh, on. And then she lays on her bed and then she is, hi! So she freaks out and it's Jennifer. She's like, bah! And then she's like, get out, I'm sick of you. And then, for some reason, they have a little uh, make-out session, which is a bit weird. But I feel like, I think the theme of it is that Needy is in love with Jennifer, but hasn't admitted it to herself, maybe. I think that's one of the, that's that's like one of the themes, themes yeah, that's been suggested. And then she's like, I saw you, What what is going on with you? Like, you're acting really weird, I don't even know what's going on. So then... She's like, right, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's happened. And she's like, basically, low shoulder are evil. <laughs> she's like, they're evil. And then she said, she got in this van and saw all this, like, Satan stuff. And she, she, well, she says to them, she's like, are you guys rapists? And they start laughing. But, you know, you get in a van with a group of seedy men, you wonder these things, obviously, as a woman. Right. And they start talking about needing a virgin i think or being a virgin and she's like oh yeah that's it they say say something about being a virgin she's like yes yes i'm a virgin i'm a virgin i never have done anything because obviously she thinks that it's going to save her but that's what they want (laughs) and then they um say that they want to be i think they want to be rich and they've got to do this ritual and they want they want to be as rich as that man in maroon (laughs) five Which did make me laugh. He must be quite rich. I he imagine he is rich. quite rich, to be fair. And they basically... I think he donate some of it. I think that would be a nice thing for him to do. Maybe yeah. donate 90% of it. They take, they take, him, take her to this... Um, well, it's to the Devil's Kettle waterfall, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, we need to do this satanic ritual and we're going to offer you as a sacrifice. And he gets this piece of paper out, which he found online to do this ritual. And then he's like, we're here to sacrifice. And then he's like... What's your name? And then she's like, it's Jennifer. And then and then she's kind of still saying, like, you really don't have to do this. Um, you know, and then he's like, do you know how hard it is to make it as an indie band right now? There's so many of us, like, you can't make it. And he's like, Satan is our only option. And then he's like, yeah, so he was like, we're going to stab you, we're going to bleed you. And then he's like, and we're going to wear your face. And then he's like, I'm only joking about the face. We're just going to stab you. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, maybe we'll write a song about you as well. They're proper, he's a proper douche. Like, he's just horrible, isn't mm. he? 
And then um, they just about to stab her and then he's like, I just thought of something. And then they start singing that song, that Jenny, I've got your number. And then stabbing her up, basically, to that I song. I have no memory. Is that, what, what song is that? I think it's called, I don't, I don't know if it's called, it's Jenny, I got your number, I think. I don't know who it's by. Mm. But basically, yeah, they, they think they've sacrificed her and bled her and they throw her into this uh, devil's kettle thing. But she's like, obviously, it didn't kill me because I'm not a virgin. And they threw the knife in there as well. And then she says, I woke up and came back to find you, but I didn't want to hurt you, but I was really, really hungry. And then she's like, but then I found the exchange student. Yeah. So she's like, I found the exchange student. And she was like, does anyone know you're alive? And he was like, no. And she was like, oh, come with me. And then she was like... All I knew after that was I was full and unkillable. And she shows her, doesn't she? Because she stabs her arm and she's like, look, I can do this. Uh, and it just heals. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I think she ends up, kick, she kicks her out, doesn't she? And she leaps out of a window. So she's like, right, well, that was weird. And then obviously she's dealing with this information and she's like, she's kind of separated herself from everybody at this point. Chip's saying, I'm worried about you. I don't know what's going on with you. Well, understandable i know yeah exactly and then it cuts to uh colin's funeral and there's like a load of goths there who are mourning and it's quite funny basically the mum tells him to get lost she says what does she say she says he's not undead he's in an overpriced box heading six foot downtown and she's like so you can take your pain and you can shove it because i'm his mum and that is how i feel so there's a memorial for Colin. They've introduced a curfew at this point because obviously people are getting killed left, yeah. right and centre. But, like, she's, she's sort, sort of saying how nobody's bothered by it anymore because they're so numb to it because that much has happened. Yeah. They're just not kind of... They're just numb to this kind of what's going on. So she decides that she's going to do some research on what Jennifer has become. And she finds out that she's um, like a succubus, I think. Mm. Um, An impure sacrifice. When you sacrifice a virgin and they're not a virgin, you get like a demon transferred into the person. The only way to kill them is a... The only way to kill them is a blade through the heart. Yeah. So she's like, right, I know what I've got to do now. Then they're on about the... There's a formal, so they're going to a dance. Because there's always a dance. You gotta have a dance. Yeah, there's always a dance. High school dance, you've gotta have it. Yeah. She basically says, I want to break up with you, it's not safe, I can't do this. And then he's like he's like, What is going on? And then she's like she's like, Jennifer is evil and she's like, actual evil, not high school evil. She is not legit high evil. not high school. She's like, I've been looking in the occult section in the library and he's like, There's an occult section in the library and she's like, Yes, but it's very small. And then basically says that she's going to go to the dance and she's going to basically pick who she wants to eat and that is bad. He doesn't believe this because obviously it sounds insane. Yeah, because you wouldn't. And then she's like, she's basically saying, I'm not going with you. I think we should just like, not well, kind of break up, I guess, because she's like, it isn't safe for you to be with me right now. And then he's like, I want you to go. And then he's like, and she's like, I'm not going. Promise you won't go. And he's like, I want to go. I've bought you an orchid. It was $12. Oh. <laughs> and oh like, oh. Yeah. And I he's like, it was $12. And she's like, 
promise me you won't go, it isn't safe. So he's like, fine. So then it goes to the setting up for this prom. Uh, Chip is going, because he's going anyway. His mum gives him a pepper spray just in case because just in case because of safety. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And then you get she's getting ready and he's getting ready and they're both having prom photos and they both look miserable as sin. They don't want to go. Also, I really didn't like Amanda Seyfried's dress. It was too frilly. It annoyed me. Big puff sleeves. It was like out of the eighties, and I was like, puff sleeves anyway. No one in this century. And then it kind of goes to. It goes to Jennifer and she looks terrible and she's sort of sat looking in a mirror and then she starts putting this makeup on her face, which I thought was quite interesting because... Like th- foundation to give her a bit of colour. I think people have used it as like... Because um, obviously like she got attacked by those men and it's kind of um, people put her face on yeah. and don't show what's going on kind of thing because she does look really, yeah. really sad and I feel a bit sorry for her then. And she's just basically smearing this makeup on her face just to get through it, basically. So then uh, it cuts to the prom. There's goths there. They're quite funny. Needy's there and she's looking for Jem, but she can't see her. And Chip is walking there by himself yeah. instead of getting a lift for some reason. So the te- I think the teacher's there and sort of makes an announcement about... He's kind of talking about like the tragedies that they've had and all this lot. Mm. And then it cuts to it cuts back to Chip who has met up with Jennifer because she's there on this way to him walking there and she sort of says, I need to talk to you about Needy, I'm really worried about her. And then basically tells him that her and Colin were sleeping with each other. And he's like, yeah. oh. And she's like, yeah, and that's why she's so sad. And then she's like, but I care about you. And then they kind of go off by themselves somewhere. Then it cuts back to the dance and the teachers making an announcement that for free, Low Shoulder have decided to play the dance because they're so helpful. That was nice of them. Yeah. They're actually actually really sweet guys at heart. They're pieces of work. Because they're offering to play the dance. It's a nice thing. As if they've not made enough money out of them anyway. So... Jen kisses Chip. Everyone's loving this band except Needy. She's just like, oh, for God's sake. And then she gets this kind of psychic premonition that he's making out with Jennifer. I don't know how she knows. But she drops a drink psychic. and then runs. So they're, they're sort of kissing. And then uh, Jennifer's saying, say I'm better than Needy. And he's like, why? Why do you need that? It's really weird. Because um, they, uh, they end up going to this old swimming pool and it's kind of they're they're at this swimming pool and then it's needy running to find them and it's kind of they always have an old swimming space. pool as well don't they it that was just reminds me old of swimming pool game what's that game life is strange yeah it reminded me yeah. of the faculty a little bit i don't know why i think uh, it's just because it was that. very school based it's really is good is that one of the water it's the one at school it's Isn't at the school. one where there's something in the water at school there is a bit where there's something in I'm a pool. I'm thinking of the water boy or something. That's not, no. Is someone not a water boy? That's the water boy. That, well, maybe not. It's nothing to do with that, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's uh, it's basically Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but at a school. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So she's sat chatting to Chip, his Jennifer, and then she's like, I feel so empty, and 
And he's like, what? And then she chucks him in the pool and then jumps after him. So he's getting horribly attacked. And then Needy gets to the pool, but it's too late because she's bitten into his neck and he's bleeding all over the place. Poor thing. Yeah, so Chip's Chip's bleeding away. He gets, I think he pepper sprays her in the eye. And then she Which was a good idea. Thank God for the mother giving him that. Yeah. Uh, She pukes all that black up again all over him and then starts floating. And then he goes, oh, she's flying. And then uh, Needy's like, she's hovering. It's not that impressive. And then she's like, why do you have to undermine everything I do? And they kind of start having it out with each other, basically. And she's like, you've never been a good friend. And then she's like, I've been consistent with you. Why are you taking Chip away from me? What is your problem? And then she says, why are you so insecure? And then Jennifer's saying, how could I be insecure? I was the snowflake queen. And she's like, yeah, you were two years ago. And then and then she says, and that was before you needed to use laxatives to stay thin. So you kind of get a good sort of idea of where her head's at at this point. Mm. Which is a bit, it's really sad. So they're, they're having this, this argument. Meanwhile, Chip stabs her with a pole. But obviously she's had a bit of a feed, so she's all right. So she pulls it out. She's not so bad, yeah. She pulls it out. And in, uh, in true sort of Diablo Cody fashion, she's like, have you got a tampon? And she's like... No, and then she's like, well, you know, I thought you might be plugging because you're really in a mood right now. <laughs> so she she sort of disappears after this and then Needy's left with Chip and he's dying and she's really upset and then he's like, I'm really sorry, I should have believed you, which you absolutely should have believed. Well, to be honest, I, in a way, I don't blame Chip for not believing her because it did sound a little bit fantastical, but yeah. in the film, obviously... You yeah. should always believe and then, people who tell you the worst case scenario. Yeah, and, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. And then he's like, I, th- I think I died, but I woke up when I heard your voice. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. Aww. And then he's like, I love you. You look hot in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then they sort of have this little moment and then he dies. And then she's like, no. And then she she decides that she's going to put a stop to this immediately. Yeah. She gets changed into a black clothes, ready for doing business. I like how she put mittens on, that made me laugh. Because yeah, she was like, mittens. black, black mittens. And then it cuts to the scene earlier where Jennifer's sat on a bed watching TV. She's looking at yearbook boys saying, oh, I'd eat that one, I'd eat that one, I'd eat that one too. <laughs> And then um, she's just sort of laid down in the dark again, turns the light off. Needy bursts in and they have a fight. And then basically she's like, you killed my boyfriend, you have crossed a line now, I'm going to kill you. She certainly has crossed yeah. the line and then quite she, You can't really come back from that. She's she's um, She's got a box cutter with her. Uh, Jennifer bites her in the arm and then says, yep. <laughs> says, oh, you buy all your murder weapons from Home Depot, how much? And then basically she floats and they're sort of fighting in the air. And you notice it, they've they've had these necklaces on all the way through that say BFFs because they're BFFs. Oh, yeah. But they're yeah. not anymore and she rips it off her. Not anymore. Well, no. And I don't know I, if it's I, like the it's shock. It's friendship to survive a, a, a demonic possession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if it's like the shock, but she falls back down. And then obviously Needy falls back down on top of her and stabs her in the heart. And then... <laughs> And then Jennifer's like, Matt it. 
And then she's like, nope, your heart. And then obviously she dies. But then a mum comes in because she's obviously like, I heard all this commotion, what's going on? what's going on, yeah. And sees Needy over her and she's dead. And then she starts freaking out. And I think, like, she looks really peaceful then, I think. Like, when she's Mm. dead, she just looks really peaceful. And then she sort of lays down next to her because, like, she's like, well, I don't really know what else to do now. And then it cuts back to her in isolation. And she's sort of saying that it all changed her. And she, you know... She's changed her and then she sort of says that she had this bite and then she's like, sometimes when you get bitten by a demon but you don't die, you absorb some of its abilities and then you see that she's basically floating up on this in this isolation room. Yeah. So she floats right up. She seems to have super strength as well because she basically punches through the window and then punches through like the fences that are keeping her in this hospital. But yeah, she's out. She's walking along the road and she walks past this site where she sees the sacrifice knife that they threw into Devil's Kettle. Mm. So she's found where that comes out and she's found this knife. So she takes that with her, hitches a lift and then this guy's like, oh, where where are you going? And she's like, just east. And I'm going to Madison. And he's like, oh, why are you going there? And she's like, I'm following a band. It's going to be the last show tonight. <laughs> and then uh, it it drives, they drive along this road and you see the sign for low shoulder. There's like a low shoulder sign on the road. And then you get your credits, which are kind of still part of the film as well. So yeah. it's interspersed credits with low shoulder, like having their rock band life and like they're doing yeah. really well and they're touring and they're meeting people, signing people's boobs. It's all very nice. Then the cut to them in a hotel room like just messing about before show whatever and they hear a knock at the door and i'm sure one of them says oh it must be room service or whatever and they open the door and then but then you don't see anything and you just see like flashes of bits and screaming that's all you hear and then you get like the crime scene photos of all the band that have been killed by her obviously and it cuts to the end and it's Adam Broder who was stabbed with his own sacrificial knife. Oh, how ironic. Yeah. And then it cut it cuts to like um a security camera view where there's loads of groupies going to their room and Amanda Seyfried's coming out and she's just like coming out nonchalantly and then all you hear is this screaming obviously because they found them and then it's like um a still of her face and then it finishes. Well that's it. Excellent. It's very good. I really like it. I feel like if... Uh, I think people need to like give it another go. Mm. Yeah. It's worth a watch. It's good fun. Quotable dialogue. Yeah. And to be fair, like I was never a big fan of Megan Fox, but after I watched this, I was like, nah, I quite like her. She's all right. I, yeah, I think the problem is, I think she's she gets cast as like mm. the hot girl, mm-hmm. but she doesn't always suit being a hot girl. She's like... Yeah. If she got cast in different parts, I think she would be more likeable as the hot girl. Because she is actually she quite... Yeah, I think sense? she's quite funny and she is quite intelligent mm. and I feel like she doesn't get as much credit as she deserves because of how she looks, which is a shame. Yeah. And I think as well, like after after Transformers and stuff, she had a really hard time from what she was saying in mm. uh, in that interview and, and like she was... 
like dragged through it by the press and stuff and and she was like I didn't really do anything wrong but I just but everyone just found fault with me all the time yeah Um, so yeah I think people should give it another go because it is good yeah I would give it a five out of five probably go probably a three or a four because there's like a lot of guts and Mm. blood and stuff I really like the transformation of her to like a demon face I thought that was really cool humour I'd probably give it a four because it's a Diablo Cody script and it's all a bit sort of tongue in cheek and you know pokes fun at like low shoulder and like the amount of the amount of bands that were like that that came out of that time like that I used to listen to probably I was like (laughs) yeah I'd have gone to see them probably yeah it's good worth a watch yeah Worth a watch. <laughs> yeah. Next week. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ne- oh, next oh. next week we're gonna do Sleepaway Camp Two. <laughs> oh it's yeah, it's it's a treat. Is it better than the first one? I wouldn't say better, but it is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Well then, why not? <laughs> It's good, yeah. So for next week, watch Sleepaway Camp 2. Sleepaway Camp 2. Mm. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod. And we're also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. And also, we're on Patreon. If anyone has any requests, any suggestions they'd like to put forward, give us a shout. Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah. Stay safe, everybody. Yeah. Try not to go insane. Oh, yeah, at least in this lockdown. Try. Yeah, listen to us. We have lots of hours of content, so Ooh. you know that'll keep you entertained for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Stay safe, guys. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. 
Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone it. 